Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's a rainy night, rainy summer night here in uh, Jonah Radio Land. And uh, sorry that uh, Jonah's not going to be on the show this week, but we're here with another episode of Mahona Radio. And uh, we're going we're gonna to build a better podcast tonight. We're going to we, we tried a couple on our own. And that's not really what podcasting is about. It's about building a community, interacting, taking feedback, and uh, you know, making yeah, making a communal experience mm-hmm. and not a uh, a one way, old model of entertainment where someone has an idea, they express it, and then people appreciate it. We're not going to do that anymore. It's not. No, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. Honest. We had to make yeah. some changes. Let's be honest. Third time's a charm. Their time will hopefully be the charm. And I think the fact that we decided to do this about an hour ago might help, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Dead on. Dead on. Uh, so, we're going to take some of your criticism, we're going to implement it, and uh, we're going to do some segments <laughs> that are organized, and uh, I don't know. So, let's uh, let's have some fun. So, uh, thanks for uh, listening, and here's a, a song that I like by a band called Shellac. And uh, we'll talk about it later. We're going to break it down, find out what it means, and uh, see if these guys have any sort of cognitive uh, literary analysis. <laughs> I didn't know it. That's what I signed up <laughs> To the one true God above, here is my prayer. Not the first you've heard, but the first I wrote. Not the first, but the others were alive. There are two people here, and I want you to kill them. Her, she can go quietly by disease or a blow to the base of her neck, where her necklace is closed, where her garments come together, where I used to lay my face. That's where you ought to kill her In that particular place Him, just fucking kill him I don't care if it hurts Yes, I do I wanted to fucking kill him But first, make him cry like a woman No particular woman Let him hold out, hold back Someone or other might come and fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, just fucking kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him already, kill him. Kill him, kill him already, kill him, kill him already, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, just fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, kill him, fucking kill him already, kill him, kill him, fucking kill him. Kill him, just fucking kill him. Kill him already, kill him already, kill him. Amen. 
Hey, we're back. And uh, so that's uh, one of my uh, favorite songs by a band called Shellac. And as I was explaining to the guys, or started to during the break, uh, that is a band out of Chicago uh, featuring Steve Albini. Wait, wait a minute. I need to paint a picture of what you were doing. Oh, no, no. While... Well, I'll explain that later. Okay. Uh, it's a band called Shellac. Steve Albini is the... Uh... God, it is coming fucking down. Look at that. No, it's so great. I love it. It's not the though. It's nice, though. It is nice. Oh, um, up a uh, the band is started by Steve Albini, a guy named Bob Weston from a great band called Volcano Sons. Todd Trainer, uh, weirdest drummer I've ever seen play live. Uh, he's just like really sinewy and fucking heroin skinny, and just like sweats like crazy. And then, uh, like the last time I saw him, everyone in the crowd was going. Well, not the last time. The last time I was here in California, but the last time I saw him in Massachusetts. Uh, people were like, "Hey, man, are you okay? Like, are you are you sick? Do you need like, are you sick? And Do we then, need to kickstart your chemo?" And then he, he would just like kind of like look up and was like, "I'm not sick." He's just like pouring sweat, like shirtless in the middle of the winter. That is kind of the thing that. Fuck. Yeah. No. It, yeah. Uh, we, anyway, we keep power. They'll they'll know if we don't. Keep All right. Power stop talking about the rain. No one cares. You probably can't even hear it. Um. So, it's, uh, it's a great song by them. Uh, this album came song. out when I was in high school. I Not this song, but... Uh, no, it came out when I was in college. But another one of their songs, uh, off an EP, I think. It was like a like a tribute thing, like a, a fundraiser record for some bar, I think called Lounge Axe in, in uh, Chicago. Uh, they did this song called Rambler. I think it might be a cover, but... I brought the lyrics to that in as a poetry assignment in junior high school. Oh. <laughs> do you have them with you now? Can you do it again? Because I could, but it, it's... You just did a poetry reading while we listened to that. Right. While yeah. we listened to, well, I just wanted you guys to hear the lyrics clearly because we're going to talk about it later. We're going to break it down because I think it's a complex song and you can like derive a bunch of conclusions about the relationships between the characters in the song based on the lyrics. It's a fun. It's a fun game to play. I'll, 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 I'll cite I'll, a, a long ago reference to the Donna's cover of Strutter, where they did not change the her to him. Because, yeah, and then it changes the nature yeah, of things. It makes and, the songs better. Yeah, well, it's like oh, and it's you're telling a different story. Yeah. Anywho, I hate. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's horrible. Anywho. Yeah. Why? Anywho. Yeah. Like all the things you've said. Anywho is the problem. I mean, a little derisive. Cash Hartzell's here. Hi, Hi producer folks. of the podcast. Yeah, hey, Cash. Mic. It's really cool. Yeah, we're using uh, special yeah. Shure VO microphones. Is that McKeever's uh, mic? Yeah, somebody left it here, so we're using. Oh, it. really? Yeah. Normally, yeah. there's like a pop filter in front of one of those, but you've got it buried just balls just deep, deep, right deep, in, well, right yeah. in your cash hole. We <laughs> who? <laughs> that would be a great moment for sound drop, but we're yeah, not doing no, the board tonight. No. Uh, and uh, Adam Rodriguez is here. Hey. How are you? I'm all right. What's new in your world, Adam? Yeah, jack shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fascinating as always. Yeah, I know, always. Um, so, it's been a while since we've done a show. I've just finished. Today was my last day working on a show called Drunk History. Hey. You may have seen it. If you haven't seen it, If you haven't see seen it, it see it. it. It's great. It's so fucking dumb. It, it, it's it, the yeah. dumbest it, thing it, ever. In, in, but in it's the, the smartest thing ever. Best way. Yeah, there, I mean, there's like actual fact. Like, I get really excited when when I see the the shows put together because they're. I've been dealing with these goddamn stories for eight months, <laughs> and uh, but 
when you see them, you go, oh, we're like actually providing information that people don't know about. Yeah. There's a lot of like interesting facts. And if you uh, follow the show and stuff on Twitter. There's and a lot of joy in catering to the stupid. Well, no, it's it's not catering to the stupid. It's just like there's. I, not, I, on, I apologize. On, you know, it's. Oh, everyone knows who Abraham Lincoln was, but like, yeah, oh, what not was a lot this? of people knew about that case. I didn't know. About he that. was a yeah. He was just some like shithole lawyer in bumfuck Illinois, and uh, he had a life before the Emancipation Proclamation mm-hmm. and presidencies and such. I saw that vampire thing, and you get to watch a fucking mm-hmm. hilarious guy that you've seen before act in a way you've never seen before because yeah. <laughs> he's drank a bunch of poison. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of poison. So that's it. It's uh, it's on ten o'clock on Tuesday nights on Comedy Central. Cash, you've recently become un unemployed. I became un unemployed. I I start my un unemployment um, Monday, so I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm going to be working on a show called uh, Talking Bad. Yeah, about Breaking Bad, about Talking breaking Dead bad. style. Yeah. If it, you're a Nerdist family member, then you've probably heard of that thing. Heard of yeah. the Talking franchise. This is the plug section, Adam. Play it. Play play like a, a a jingle for the plug section. It's the plug section. Great job. Yeah. Very kind of David Byrne. Yeah. And um, and like right on top of it, he wasn't afraid to get lost. Like he didn't yeah. get lost in it. He is what it, it, in the it moment. Is. Yeah. I love that. I'm good at some things. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, <laughs> Nobody's throwing shade. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> throwing shade. Oh, uh, that's another one on. Is that a Nerdist thing? I don't know. I don't know who does. Is it? I don't know. Uh, what does that mean? What? What? What is the the? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Um, Are you looking up throwing shade? No, I'm looking up uh, what I, we we asked you, the listeners, to tell us what you didn't like about the first two Mahana radios, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, just browsing over some of the responses, and I will. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Hold on. Excuse hold on. me. We just had. We just had lightning. I think the rain's kicking back out. Sorry okay. about that. Oh, I love the rain. Um, okay. So, uh, what was I just doing? Okay, we did a jingle. We got that working. Mm-hmm. We did a jingle. And then you talked about your show you're going to work on. Mm-hmm. We talked about my show, Drunk History. Should we do the Warby Parker thing? Maybe we'll like take a break at some point yeah, and, then we'll... and decide if we should do that. Yeah. Because or... yeah. this is like going to totally fuck them if we're playing all this music that we shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but I will say this I played a shellac song because there's a great lecture online from a college in the Midwest where he talks about when you make, an, when you make a record like it's done like you put it out and yeah. it's, it's up to you to make money playing live and being a person rather than inventing this thing that you just collect royalties from and it's, it's great because there's a, a couple other like older songwriter guys on the panel and they're like no that's fucked up people are stealing my music that, I used to have a really sweet life and it's like well fuck it keep yeah. working yeah, that, with the rather than industry. turn out one song every four years for some bullshit pop artist that makes you a zillion dollars well the record industry is like 60 years old as, as it is 60s and there's no and that there's no reason that it should be anything than a 65-year period where a bunch of people got rich off something. You citing yeah. the exact number of 60 years brings up a, a, a thought I had earlier. If we're wrong about stuff, let us know. Mm-hmm. You know, Please let us know. Because we're not going to correct each other. No. Yeah. We're not going to look it up. We are in the truth bubble. We're not going to Google everything. We're no. not going to... We're not going to, like, fucking... Oh, wait. Was that a Seinfeld reference? No. I thought, that, I thought it was a Bill O'Reilly reference. Oh, weird. Oh, Spin Zone. Sorry. Oh. So, anyway... We're gonna assume that we're all we all know what we're, ta- what we're talking about, and then if we're wrong, just fucking let us know. We're we're reaching out to you with this. Yeah. This is what we're doing, and maybe we'll remember to uh, look it over before we do another one, which we probably won't. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, so some feedback here. Uh, um, I really feedback. hate surprise episodes of whatever the fuck you just said. Okay, so it, <laughs> that's valid. It's it's a surprise when uh, I mean you these people signed up to listen to the Jonah Radio Show, which they know, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they get this show, which is different. It is very it's despite very it being different. So very much in the same place. It misses a component. Yeah, I guess like Nerdist wouldn't do like a, a a Jonah and Matt only episode. I don't think. Yeah, they had. They never. I don't think they ever have. Yeah, so that makes sense. I understand. I understand why that's frustrating. So maybe we should get. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get Jonah on the show later in the yeah, show. Yeah. So we'll we'll call him. He's down at Comic Con. We'll, we'll try and involve him in the process here. Um, Alan Madrigal. Uh, says, I hate how much Neil talks about big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't really been an issue on this show. I think they're talking about another show. Yeah, it happened on the other show. Yeah. And then the and drop we do, was... We, we do have show. that drop. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll just try and shy away yeah, from well, that, that tonight. We, that we, can, we can put it up and see if we can attack that a different way through the other answers we're looking for. Today. Right. You know, now that the topic is up, can we talk a little bit about dicks? <laughs> no. Maybe no. not. I mean... <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't want to feel like I'm censoring myself, but I do want to feel like I'm catering to the customer. Oh, okay. The you know, it's like, what does it fucking cost me? Nothing. No. I can talk about big dicks on my own time. You do. Uh, I don't really. I mean, it's a fascination. It, it I will up. admit, it is a fascination. Of it mine. comes up. I have you know text transcripts. I'm a heterosexual. Uh, I Dan Angler at Dan Angler. Um, what's this called? Twitter. Mm-hmm. I binged things to do rather than listen to Mahone Radio, and it returned pages about irritable bowel syndrome. Wow. No, no lie. I so guess, are, is he saying that it cures irritable bowel syndrome? Like, if you s- stop listening, you'll get it? No, he's saying that having it is better than listening to one of these episodes. That's, yeah. I mean, it's criticism is not exactly constructive. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, know how to address that there. other than what we're doing right now, which is taking feedback and making the show better. Yeah. So look forward to your irritable, irritable bowel syndrome later. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we actually have a high incidence of IBS listeners. That might be something that it's we It's a fucking to. terrible disease. You know, Kelsey Grammer's uh, wife at one point <laughs> had it. Not that she had IBS at one point, but she was his wife at one point. She had it. And she went on Howard Stern talking about it. It was so weird because she was like a super hot lady. She was like, do you remember like Club MTV? She was like the wavy redheaded is, is girl. Is she the one that ended up on the Housewives show? Or is that a different ex She might have. She was like crazy red hair. She kind of looked like Nika Costa or like like a real thin, like oh, right. crazy haired, yeah. like dancer chicky. And uh, yeah, she was like, oh, I was talking about how much she shits her pants. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Eric Solomon. Eric Hearts you, the letter U, says, I freaking love them. He's a fan. Hey. Mahoney Strong. So that one. Coconos, the Coconos. That's all Ks. Uh, I want more Mahoney Radio. Two supporters in a row. Wow. You guys are wrong. I haven't even listened to to those other ones. Well, I mean, (laughs) the first one was pretty good. Second one, shit show. You lost it. Uh, Super Soaked on Twitter. Very organized. He's got like an image, uh, an avatar that says Super Soaked, and then his, you know, name name is Super Soaked, and then his at is at Super Soaked. So he's don't hate him. Would infinitely rather have them than void of a music podcast. Void of a music podcast. We haven't played much music so far. Congratulations, Super Soaked. We're filling your void. 
Um, so what we're going to do, since uh, I don't have the patience to like wade through stuff that's submitted and I don't know which shelves Jonah has put stuff on that we can play, we're just going to play stuff on our phones and then we'll talk over them so it's not like we're giving it away. So this is a segment, Adam, that we call... Ruining the songs. Ruining the songs. Ruining the songs. Thank you, Adam. Songs. Uh, so I'm just gonna go into the songs page here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's off. I want it to be random. Oh, here's here's what I'll do. I'll play a song and then I'll skip it, and then whatever comes up next, we'll let roll. Okay. Okay, the Shins. All right. All right. I don't know much about this band. I know, didn't the guy from The Shins, uh, he married and divorced Zoe Deschanel? Oh, really? I thought that was the Ben Gibbard. Dude. Is he from The Shins? I thought he was from uh, Postal Service. No, the other one from up there. Um, Decemberists? You know what? I'm going to say he's Death in The Shins. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Death he's from Death Cab. Yeah. I don't know who's in The Shins. I like them. They're from Seattle or something, right? No, I don't know. Portland. Portland? Yeah. Same difference almost. Very, very ignorant uh, don't, of you, Adam. Don't, don't yeah. say that to anyone from there. <laughs> they have comp- they're like a little uh, rivalry kind of yeah, city scene. Just, yeah. just cool. I like them. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Similar? So. Well, they don't have any sports teams, though. Well, s- yeah. they have the Seahawks, right? That's football. The, the Portland, the Trailblazers. Actually, they have basketball, but there's no Seattle basketball team. Not anymore. But I think no. it's more like up there. It's more like we represent the earth and uh, knit factory that's the best. It's like, yeah, but our hummus is so much better. Like, I don't think it's, like, traditional. Is this from your Portlandia sketch packet? Their chickpeas are skinned. Might want to workshop that. Might might want to think of it before I say it. Um, Yeah, so... Fake energy becomes real energy, guys. Fake energy. I'm not faking anything. I'm the exact energy level that I'm at right now. I wanted to solve a problem, which has been plaguing me, which is that the last episode of the show was not very good. So so you've, you're tackling it. This is... This yeah, is well, I'm just you, confronting it. I'm not, I'm not, not going to say I'm going to tackle it. That'd be like, you know, cocksure. I'm not going to, like, dominate this problem. I'm going to address it, because you know what? As Todd Glass says on the fellow Nerdist label podcast, the Todd Glass show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is the Todd Glass show. Um, it is on the Nerdist yeah, it's on the. It's Katie does it. Uh, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. So we are mentioning that that last episode sucked. If it's mentionable, it's manageable. I I realize I'm just asking you to go over a philosophy of some, somebody I could just say. If you can talk about it, then it's not as scary as it would be if you couldn't talk about it. You know, like oh, that's that's really interesting. I think it's like a Mister Rogers thing or something. Anywho, here's some more criticism for the show. Okay, the name. Uh, we should figure out how to spell and pronounce it. I think people recognize that we were kind of doing a bit, like a don't mention it bit, mm-hmm. and uh, they think it doesn't have legs. They think it uh, kind of so we need to wore come, off. Come, come down on a name. Yeah, let's come down on a name. Let's let's have a little uh, jam session here. What are we going to call this show when I run it while Jonah's away? Um, no, no, we're going to keep playing songs. Keep playing songs. Random. Keep talking oh. over them because we're Adam. Ruining the song. What do we got next? What is this? This is uh, Hot Hot Heat because my phone, my iPhone was a prototype from the early 2000s. <laughs> and all the f- songs loaded on it uh, represent those of a older person who didn't really buy any music in the later part of the last decade. Uh, uh, my, mine represents an 85-year-old hippie that died in the hills above Santa Cruz. Don't call yourself a hippie. I'm not. 
but it does represent him. He, okay. he put a playlist together right before he... All right, let's fix this name. What are we going to call this show? Cash and stuff? No. We should address the fact that I kind of leaked it a little bit on the Twitter yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get earlier. To it. We'll get to it. That we might be doing a show where Cash gives relationship advice, mm-hmm. and we have a woman alongside him telling him ev- everything about what he's saying is how wrong it is. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put it. is. We'll put it to the test in the real world. Yeah. So... We're going to call that Cash and Over Radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get... Uh, a lot more drops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> lot, lot more drops. It's going to be 90 to 95% drops, and then you're going to ask a girl if she's ever peed standing up. Um, so what are we going to call this, though? Jonah's out. like Because the Nerdist has like a cute name for their like, yeah. hostfuls or whatever. We should call this... Come on, anything. Hostless. There's no bad ideas. Hostless. Host. host that's that's top tier. Co-host radio. Co-host, co-host radio. Radio. Hmm. I like hostless. Host because it's like hostess. How about the Twinkies? Joe. Twinkie episode. Because they're hostless. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, does Twinkie have something better? Or does hostess have something better? That's. Not a Twinkie. What else do they make? Ho-Hos and Ding Dongs are pretty good. Ding Dong Radio? Nah, because they got the Ding Dong show at the comedy store. Ah, uh, we don't want to nose confusion there. We don't want to cross Although the we did, once we did have a, an act go straight from here to straight there. Something like that. Yeah. Um, mm. Joe, Na, Joe, Nay Radio? Like Nay Jonah? That's it's, too close. Yeah. NC Adio, NCA, and then like you know, our, our initials. Yeah. Well then, or maybe like Dana could like, whenever it's one of these, he could just, for reference material for the cover, he could use an MCA recording artist, and it'll be like Mahoney, Adam, or wait, Mahoney, Cash, and Adam. Sure. We that's that's interesting. That's something to think about, guys. If you're listening live, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> yeah, if you're call in, mm-hmm. do, if you have my number or Cash's number, because we're plugged into the sound. Ah, we put Adam on speakerphone. We here. could. It, no, wait, no one's listening live. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm unlisted. Just, Come just, on, just tweet it out. Head in the game on the Jonah Radio account. If you have our numbers, call in. You do it. Uh, text me instead. Okay. Actually, okay. Yeah, text Adam. text Adam. Um. So, okay. So maybe host hostless. Hostless. I, I like. I like. I like that because it's like. I like MCA. I like. I mean. I like. I, well, we can do the MCA thing visually, mm-hmm. but then like I like taking hostless because it's like a little bit of a, like a homage to like the yeah, big. The, to the yeah. The, since we are under the a little bit of tribute. Yeah. No, hey, yeah. Going hey, upwards. I'm gonna be working for him. Anything I can do to put myself. Or maybe he could like in instead of doing record labels for the image, he'll do like a different Hostess logo ripoff, like Hostess mm. Ding Dong. Wow! And then like put our faces on uh, uh, a snowball. This is this is what our meetings are like, folks. This is our meeting. Actually, this is the only. Are you glad you're a part of it? Let yeah. us know. Come right on. into the. Is this the, a little two backs? We don't have our own Twitter account, but right into the Jonah Radio. Call now five 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 two four three five. We should get our own Twitter account. No, I don't want to do that. It's fucking... Five, five, four? committing to it. We got to commit to it. No, I'm committing to it. Just write to the Joan Radio one. No one reads that shit anyway but me. Um, No refresh. uh, Yeah, it's not refreshing. TweetDeck. Great piece of software, everyone. Get into it. What are we we, uh, ruining right now? Right now we're ruining... um, 
a little bit of uh, Dinosaur Jr. Nice. Ruining my... the song. We're ruining the song. This is a Dinosaur Jr. freak scene from my ex-wife's Holodisc, which is a party that a friend of ours put on. You would bring a mix CD mm-hmm. of ten. You'd bring ten mix CDs, like ten copies of the same mix CD. Mm-hmm. Then a bunch of other people come, and then you go home with ten different mix CDs from other people. Who's Dave Holmes do it? No, it was uh, Matt um... Peters. No. If Fuck, you're listening, I can't let remember us his know. Name. No, it's uh, Jason Nash's buddy, Matt Wyden and Nash. Matt Price. Matt, Matt Price. Price. Yeah. Also hosts a very uh, good, interesting music. Pack, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, on the Never Not Funny thing. Wait, you gotta Could let me know if you're gonna take. I got a haircut today, so I gotta like gonna really work it. This is an Instagram video. Also, oh, uh, I, was gonna get I know we mentioned Warby Parker earlier. Founder of Warby Parker started an online razor company called mm-hmm. Harry's. Yeah, I bought them. Tell me about that. Yeah, I bought them. Fucking shaved my face today. Still feels tingly. Four hours later, he's baby face, folks. You can't see it, but it's baby face. It's fantastic. Smoothest he's ever been. It's, ever. It's very. They're good razors. It's a neat, cool looking handle. And the razors aren't that expensive. The razors are fucking expensive. Have you ever tried to buy razors at like a like a Rite Aid or something? That's why I have a beard is so I don't have to. That's, oh, that's one right. Thing you I have a beard. He uses an electric thing. I'm alone here in the disposable razor club. Um, yeah, this is uh, Dinosaur Junior. Previous guest Travis Millard did the artwork for his latest uh, world tour. Beautiful. I'm assuming he went around the world. I'm I'm sure. It, yeah. You don't you don't have a a band of that genre without having a, an open invitation to play a Swedish festival every year. Yeah. My friend Rich Coleman. Oh, weird. My friend Rich Coleman went to Denmark this summer because he's an artist and he has a gallery there that uh, promotes his stuff. He got to go to the Roskilde Festival, which is like... Yeah, didn't Metallica play there this yeah, year, right? Yeah, Danish Coachella. And so did, did he was there too? watching Metallica fucking like eighth row. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Metallica, I saw Jonah's. Yeah, Jonah got Jonah's going to have a story uh, for us eventually. Yeah, yeah. two thirds of Metallica hung out with Jonah down at Comic Con this week. This is another shellac song called the Crow. Not Actually. the Crow, just Crow. It's got some weird lyrics about as a crow flies round round. Doing go. it straight, doing turn. it right over it. Turn it up a uh, little. So uh, yeah, that's a good song. Anyway, um, let's see. What else do we need to fix about the show? Check. Um. So wait, what do we decide on? Hostless. Do hostless. Do hostless. Hostless. I like it. Okay. okay. So now this is known as hostless. It's Jonah Radio. Hostless radio. Hostless. Hostless FM. Hostless FM. Hostless FM. Yeah. There, there we go. Jonah Radio. <laughs> hostless FM. So frequency modulation. You know, how, like when you saw the logo or whatever, and you saw that, and you're like, "What the fuck does that mean?" You're watching us discover this live together, and you're a part of it. So live art. That's how. Uh, that's how we're building a better fucking live art. Yeah. Um, new name. Got that done. Correct us if we're wrong. We talked about that. Good. Let's open a conversation. Now, oh. I was thinking today. I have difficulty in social situations meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? Yeah, that's why I am with you. I think we had a conversation when we were alone the yeah. other day. But see, I think you don't have a problem with it. I think you're pretty good. Because you did a bunch of years uh, working at bars so you could, you got bored and you just started talking. Yeah, yeah. That I was, I was a bouncer at a bar that didn't necessarily require a bouncer 900% of the time. Um, and so I did learn how to talk. To, I learned how to talk to drunk people really well. 
Drunk people are, are fascinating when you're sober around them. I got a show for you, my friend. What's this? It's called Drunk History. It's on oh, no, no, no. I, I love it. I want, to, I want to dive into it. I, yeah. sh- I need to get my master's degree in drunk I feel like I have my master's degree in drunk history. I bet you do. I wish I knew something to work on You heard some great like, cop stories from like weirdos that would hang out there? Yeah. yeah. The, the, Don't share them. But uh, probably, probably, probably a good call. That's your book. I uh, smell skunk. Do you guys smell skunk? Yeah. It's yeah. like right after the rain stopped, a fucking skunk showed up. Gnarly. Stinks in here. Uh, we're, we might, maybe we're, we're having a very break. summertime experience. Skunks, rain, uh, it's, it's, fucking humidity in Los Angeles, which never happens. It never really does happen. When I first moved to California. Right on top of that mic, you can maybe back off a little okay. bit. When I first moved to California, um, I not knowing that how skunks smelled, I thought it was like weed. <laughs> Right, yeah. And, I, and then I understood the term, like, oh, skunk it's some game. skunk weed. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, like, some plant that wasn't right. weed. There's no skunks in Hawaii. No. Nah. We th- we forget about that, that oh. not everyone knows the fucking foul stench of a skunk. That would be, uh, like, one of those awesome, like, crime against nature practices to, like, introduce, like, 20 <laughs> skunks to yeah. the, to Hawaii. Like, what would happen? Would it's they de- devolve the that ecosystem? Happened. That's why, like, the L.A. River ecosystem is so weird. It's because mm-hmm. there's, like, a lot of, like, weird exotic pets that people just left down there. Yeah. Uh, or it's uh, the, the thing in San Francisco where there's all those escaped parrots that live uh, at the bottom of... Uh, right, yeah. Right off of Barcadero. It's, like, it's any parrot that's come out in the last uh, 70 years... dropped my mic. Because they live forever. Uh, they all band together and they all sort of live in these trees. It, and it's terrifying. When you're walking along, you don't expect it. And all of a sudden it's, oh, okay. This Tweet us your stories with exotic wildlife. Everyone. Exotic birds? Exotic wildlife? Um, yeah. Wildlife, birds. Exotic everything. insects? Insects? Yeah, yeah, I said that weird. It was like insect, incest, and in, and sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Sexting? No. Well, I meant the listeners. Oh. They can yeah. Whatever. About that. Uh, try to get Ed Salazar here, but he's uh, on a date with a girl type person. Oh, maybe I'll have him on. For Casanova Radio. Casanova Radio. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, the look inside a um, handsome man. <laughs> the dating life dude. of a handsome man. Uh, okay. So we're doing, um, we're doing pretty good here. I think we're, we've got a pretty fluid show. People are enjoying the music in the background that we're ruining. Why? Because we're ruining the song. But by all means, all these bands that we mentioned, go check them out and hear what it sounds like when I'm not fucking running my goddamn trap over them. Speaking of... uh, Built to Spill, Car. Not running your trap over them. Uh, Maybe take a break while I play a song that I know that we can play. Oh, okay. Yeah, Let's do that that. after the Built to Spill song because we've got a few more things we got to get to. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Um, people criticize us for being too drunk. No. Noted and addressed. Not too drunk tonight. We're all break. on our first drink, no? Adam, you've been here a while. Yeah, I was uh, somewhere else. I had a couple of beers. I was at Nerd Melt. Okay, so he's, th- what, three deep? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready for another one. All right, well, we'll just cut you off. But, you know, that? I'm in my thirties. I know how to handle my shit. Well, well maybe we'll just Sometimes. cut you off. The music director is um, always a little. You know. Let's see. I watch. I watch some live. Oh, music podcast with no live music. Yeah. We just fixed that. We got we Adam are... playing drops on the guitar. Yep. yep. Maybe we should incorporate that into Generator because we don't have any live music. I think, I think maybe at the end of the night we put together sort of a Word document and present it to him of like yeah. ideas. Word document. I don't have Word. 
Maybe Google Doc. I mean, we can share it. That Google way it's Doc. all online. I like Word because... What's print. Google? I'm a Bing man, man. Uh, well, it, what, what is it? Bing uh, scripts? We should put together a Bing script. No idea. Um, and I found out, because uh, I was just a little bored at work and whatever, and I was thinking about Bing. You can change, in Safari, you can change your preferred browser to Bing, and then when you just type something in the address bar, it Bings it instead of Google. That's you can change that preference. You can do it on your phone too. Well, and, don't and recommend the, doing it on Bing. your phone. That you can also you get the Bing app. Bing app. Oh yeah, we played that. Played with, with that the other night. Uh, it's only rated two and a half stars on. It's the a little app complicated, Star, it, but you got to be. Uh, you have Bing familiar for yeah. Because there's like you can use the camera to like look at stuff and it'll tell you what. Yeah, there's a there's what? a search a price tag search a barcode search function. Pretty heavy duty. Mm-hmm. If you like computers and shit, by all means. Bing it. Use it. Bing it. Um, yeah, but we were talking about conversational awkwardness. And I was thinking, what I need to start doing is when I meet someone, mm-hmm. instead of saying, hi, hello, nice to meet you, I gotta, I need a third beat in that. I need a, your shirt reminds me of my uncle so little, Thomas or something. Little mnemonic devices. Well, no, you just need a third thing so that you're not under the pressure of like, the first thing I got is I say better be worth saying. Just fucking duff it. Like I fucking hit saying. it into the dirt yeah. right away. You got that swing out. You know. Now you're loose. I, as uh, someone who, as we were talking about, had a little experience. Uh, a, a self. Uh, what do you call that when you make fun of yourself? Self-deprecating. Self, self-deprecating remark is is is. All I don't choose works. to do that because I like to think of myself in a positive light, and I like to. Well, it's neuro linguistic pro- programming where you can. If you speak positively and lovingly about yourself, you will feel loved, and so that's what I choose to do. That's how I live my life. That's how I live my life. That's pretty. Awesome. There's a great album called, um, excuse me, uh, it's called Miniature Portraits by a band called Five Style, also from Seattle, I believe. Uh, five number five I V E style. Um, it's named after like a kung fu <laughs> style, but uh, I think I don't know. If I'm wrong, fucking let me know. Let him know. But. Uh, Great record. Came out when I was in college. Yep. Still living that early 20s dream. Late in my 30s. <laughs> and uh, some great players. All Most of these people were in other bands, I think. And they were... Because that, that was how I got into... I got into this weird knot of indie music from the American North and Mid-Atlantic. So, the, the Dakotas? And... No, it was like... Well, Steve O'Bean is from Montana. Uh-huh. And then you have the Seattle stuff and Portland stuff. Chicago music I was very into because there was a label there um, called Touch and Go Records. Mm-hmm. Listen to everything on them. And then like Pittsburgh, which is where Don Caballero is from. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Louisville, like where, you know, all those like Slint and mm-hmm. a lot of Louisville bands. What's his name? Fucking Airplane Oversea. Uh, Jeff Magnum. From, yeah, Magnum. He's from around there. Um, anyway, so we promised Cash he was going to play a song that we're allowed to play. And uh, let's do that now. We're doing a good job. We're doing a great job. Are you guys job. enjoying it? Let us know. And we're going to not ruin this song. If you say vast improvement, hey, you just made me breakfast. <laughs> Horrible eggs for Neil. One, is, one a day. Uh, Horrible. Week. Hard-boiled. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm le- well, we'll talk about my new diet after this. <laughs> oh, God, we will. <laughs> Uh, Talk about your hair again. St- uh, by the Smarties. I'll stop or I'll burst out crying. Stop or I'll burst out. What? 
All right. Cry. Just let it play. Microphone would help. That was former guest Mike Henry's band Smarties. Great band. Uh, doing a song called What Cash? Greg Peck. Greg Peck, like Gregory Peck. Like Gregory Peck. I, one of the things I love about that song is it's like a Jimmy Partyism 10 yeah. years before I ever did. Greg Jimmy Peck. Greg Peck. And this is, of course, Adele from Adele 21 uh, doing Rolling in the Rolling Deep. In the deep. Rolling in the deep. Masterful music video. Have you seen it? I don't think I have seen it. It's great. That bass drum. It's like thumping, thump, like a wet bass drum. Mm -hmm. That rain. That rain cleared up. I guess. Yeah. Um, So wet outside. uh, 
that thumping there's just it's like a house full of like half glasses of water so like the bass like makes them all ripple at the same time oh, nice. it's pretty cool and she's just like hanging out in like a rocking chair belting the shit out oh, right. oh yeah it sounds chair. familiar yeah I saw, I saw her rad. music video where she just took a sad walk around the place yeah it's kind of same vibe of this she's alone yeah I guess that's that's like her image is like she's just kind of this ghost. I'm curious to see what her next album is since you know she had a baby and she didn't have a baby. She's a uh, well, married, a little bit happier, happier person now. Since is she album. married? Yeah, I think. She, well, I think she just had a baby. I don't think she's married. Yeah. Oh, tearing up the scandal sheets. Scandal sheets. They have those in the UK. I tore up my scandal sheets once, but it was just because I pooped the bed. <laughs> Oh, hey, that was another criticism. No shoot. jokes. Uh, that no was a jokes. joke. That was it. That was a joke. That was like a joke. Joke. That's pretty good. No um, joke. Let's see what Twitter's saying is wrong with our show. What's wrong with our show? Could have had it. Hostless all. FM. Hostless. Hostless. That's what we get. Host. Host. Hostless. Hostless yeah. FM. But didn't yeah. we have like a little sub tag? It was Jonah Radio. Hostless FM. Oh, Jonah Radio hosts this FM. Okay, yeah, right. That's good. We came down on it. Hey, and if we got that wrong, let us know. Let us know. You know how to get a hold of us at at Jonah, J-O-N-A-H, Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, on Twitter. And then there's like a Tumblr or something, too, but I don't tumble, so. You, do uh, you tumble? Let us know. Yeah, do you tumble? Let, let us know. on our Tumblr, because well, it'll get big and somebody, it'll overflow. And you could let us it. know there, or if you really want me to know, if you want me to know, say it on our Twitter, but because I don't tumble. It doesn't tumble. Neither do I. Wi-Fi seems to have shit the bed. And, oh, some new new info in, in, in here. I hate the surprise episode isn't accompanied by cake and ice cream, so I'll settle for craft beer and scotch instead. Odd pairing. Craft beer and scotch? Yeah. I mean... I could see that. Well, I mean, if like you're drinking like well scotch or something, it's just like, you know, like a espresso shot and you're fucking Americano and like boost to the effect. But like flavor... Like exactly craft beers are very like densely flavored and scotches are very complicated. So like you kind of want to do one or the other, right? No, I, I could see that. I could see that being... Uh, <laughs> you start one, you end up the other. Yeah. I have a slight beef. We are out of ice. So I couldn't make the cocktail I drank before, which was significantly watered down with ice mm-hmm. and ice. And now I'm just drinking straight booze. Now, now we, we should probably cir- circle back to this because they, they did talk about drinking earlier when we were talking about it. The, the first Neil Mahoney ADO, uh, or now that we, we know what it is, uh, we'll call it that. But um, it was a bottle of wild turkey. That you took down by yourself, basically. It wasn't a bottle. It was, no, you had was, a little bit, I think. It, it was... Had a little yeah, bit. but it was, you, had, you had 75% of a bottle of wild turkey. A little too much. It was a nice amount. Maybe a bad idea on But it gave us a great show. Yeah, but we also had guests, which we didn't really have the second time. So Jalice was here. Who else was here? Ed? I think Ed was here. I think yeah. Ed was here. There's a few people here. Yeah. But we didn't have like proper guests where I could say, so what's your story? Yeah. And no, just no, kind of leave it No, you're leaving us. I didn't mean to play Adele again. This is uh, Arctic Monkeys, who was a band from England in the uh, mid 2000s. This is probably like the Wales, if I if I remember. No, Some, they're from the north. Yeah, they're yeah. from like uh, Newcastle, I believe. Uh, um, I, I like this band a lot. They, uh, I was working for an American TV show that was based on a British TV show called CD USA, 
in the UK. It was called CDUK. It was like Top of the Pops, but for people who were not born in the last century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like all the British guys were like, this band's going to fucking pop. They're going to be the biggest thing. And they did, they made a little bit of a noise here. I got to go see them once at the Wiltern. Oh, that's Great show. Um, but they, they were uh, uh, an internet fame band where, like, they were like a garage band literally playing in a garage. Mm-hmm. They made a bunch of recordings, put them out before they really played a lot of shows, and they fucking took off like crazy on the internet. And then all of a sudden they had to play these like giant shows and they'd never played in front of anyone. So oh. it was like a really quick rise to fame. Drummer couldn't handle it. Bailed. Oh, I didn't know that. And on the uh, second album, there's a song about it, about a guy, about a guy who couldn't hack it. Their songs, Jump I do ship. remember them being a little mournful. A little bit, but they're very lyrically dense. Yeah. I lo- I love Comedy hero t- of all of us, Bob Odenkirk, very much like the density of these lyrics that he compared it to Elvis Costello. Yeah. The Fake Tales of San Francisco is a great, great title, song. Yeah. great song. It just it brings a lot of stuff to mind. There's something you were talking about earlier. We were talking about literary dense stuff. Did you want to bring that back up? I was, but without pointing at it. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is, uh, they're a great band for lyrics, and... I didn't realize it, but I've talked to more than a few people lately. Uh, my friend Jalise and other people are like, yeah, when I listen to music, I don't listen to the lyrics. I only listen to the lyrics. Because a lyric can destroy a song for you if you don't like it. Yeah. Like yeah. a bad rhyme scheme or like uh, like a, like, you know, the Tompkin, Paul Tompkins example of like uh, uh, the Billy Joel song where he's like the piano man. He's like, get me my tonic and gin. Like yeah. it's fucking super clunky. Like no one says that, yeah. but like you just did it so that the rhyme would work and yeah. you know, you're just fucking lazy. That kind of stuff can fucking ruin ever, a song for me. But you ever had a song that, that you liked and then you understood the lyrics and were like, Oh, let me think. I can't think of an example right now, but I'm sure there's been dozens. The one that, the one I usually hear it on first listen because that, that's like my, my first tier of uh, see, I attack it memory acquisition is listening to the thought that you're trying to explain to me. That's why I listen to so many fucking instrumental bands in my in my teens and twenties. It's because like you can't fuck this up with your dumb poetry because maybe you're a virtuoso on the guitar, maybe you fucking can play drums like an octopus, but if your thoughts are stupid, I'm gonna fucking hate you, yeah. and then it's like it's all a waste. See, I go, I go, I kind of go about it the other way, where I, I sort of listen to the music and what it does, and then um, will tune into the lyrics later. The one, the one that actually sticks out in my mind was, um, and it was, you know, it's the '90s and a lot of terrible stuff. But the Third Eye Blind song about methamphetamines. Yeah, like I had Jumper. No, that was about a jumper. Yeah, wasn't it about suicide. Oh yeah, that was about a jumper. <laughs> um, no, this one was. Uh, <laughs> do the do 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 yeah do, yeah yeah that doing one. crystal meth wake you up a yeah, uh, and I mean they actually say crystal meth in it so I yeah. really wasn't was, listening to it the song was about meth yeah yeah, yeah well, she, and, that, and that's kind of the, that's one of the things I've always had against that song is that song is so like there's a lot of songs about drugs like there's a lot of songs about I think pop. you've talked about this on the podcast before. have I. That there's songs about weed, but that's the only crystal meth song. It's, there's acid songs. There's yeah. fucking purple drank songs. Purple drank. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of purple drank. I bet songs. there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of old country songs about speed, not specifically crystal meth, but yeah. like ben, benzos, bennies. I bet it's got the. Oh, wait, no, those are benzo diazepams. What's speed? Uh, Benzedrine. No, ben- no, I was right. Benzos. Yeah, it yeah. used to be bennies. Benzedrine. But that was methamphetamine. That wasn't. Yeah, that was like the pill. 
form. Popping pills. Really amphetamine anymore. Um, yeah, this uh, Arctic Monkeys, there's this lyric at the very beginning of this song, A Certain Romance by the Arctic Monkeys. Uh, where he, This is the rhyme scheme. Though he might be wearing classic Reeboks or knackered Converse, which is like fucked up Converse, yeah. with tracky bottoms tucked in socks, which is like a tracksuit with the bottoms tucked into your socks. Nice. <laughs> and that's like the whole chav thing over there. It's like jocks, but they're British. <laughs> British jocks sound like the worst. Yeah. Are they? Right yeah. in, let us know. Let us know if you're yeah, in Britain. Radio. If you're... Uh, are British jocks better? Are they better? Yeah. Well, because they, they, their jocks are split. There's like the football hooligans are a little bit more punk rock, a little yeah. more like... Yeah, that's kind of cool. Well, like skinhead affiliation that's like more fashion-based than fascist-based. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Some cases. But, uh, yeah, like they're just straight up like fucking Ali G, like fucking snap the dip can bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, yeah, that's almost worse than like an American stooge. Uh, American stooges are pretty... American stooges. Oh, Fuck. Oh, I forgot. I'm in artist search mode, so it's just oh, going to get keep playing more and more Arctic Monkeys. Over again. Which we, we love. We'll yeah. Just feel like we but, I, you know, I, I want to give you a broader spectrum of my interest rather than just playing you an album. While we ruin Which, in the song. Thank you. Adam. Uncalled Didn't even have to cue you on yeah, that one. Not uncalled for, but. Um, it probably was uncalled for. Uh, so, okay, that's Taylor. the Strokes. That's also embarrassing, so I'm going to skip that, yeah, skip that. embarrassing about that album. Well, no, but it's just like, I haven't fucking bought a record in, like... Like, everything I buy is either like, oh, I'm going to replace this record that I lost, mm-hmm. or this is a thing that I like that I want to support, or... I mean, that's it. I don't buy new music. I'm excited. This is a little bit behind the curtain, you guys. This guy on this music podcast that you listen to... Not incredibly interested in music. <laughs> okay, well, here, let me... Let me uh, let but me, I would let me, like to know more. I want to get that new Queens of the Stone Age record. That's I, like, I do hear that's very good. That's a, that's a stated intent of mine. But I want to buy it on vinyl because I have that great setup at home. I'm excited. Jonah record. gave me his old uh, record player. Oh, yeah? That standalone one with the speakers in it. There you go. So I can... A little suitcase number that you can all buy. Yeah, I got uh, one of those. Yeah. you got to be careful. They, um, they fuck up your records. They, they can fuck oh, up really? Records. Shitty heads. Um, Jesus. But fuck it. Yeah. I'm only gonna buy cheap records anyway. There you go, dollar bins. Fucking, yeah. I've got a lot of really great. I mean, this sounds so trite. Like, oh, I found a really lot of great records in like the dollar bin. No, it sounds really trite. Uh, so, but yeah, I got this one that was like, it, it sounds like ice skating music from like the '60s. Like, <laughs> it's like all like that fucking pipe organ, but like sort of like jazzy and fun. But it's like, is there like a <laughs> Uh, an ice cream truck coming that sells blood popsicles. Like it sounds like a vampire with an ice cream truck. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about music we can't play for you. Yeah, and this is a Figuring band called out. Hard Fi, which was like like junior varsity Arctic Monkeys at the same time. They were like also British, also had like a kind of a quick following, but they were like the Pearl Jam to Arctic Monkeys Nirvana, where like. They were like very much self-made, and like people came after them, and then people were like, "We need the next Arctic Monkeys," so they just found this yeah. band Hardfi, and they're okay. I mean, it's a good record, but I only have it because like I got fucking so many records for free when I worked on that show. We had a, a room in our office that was just a library of fucking music that people would send in, trying to get on like unsigned artists, and then labels would send us everything. By the way, if you ever want free records. Write to a record label, like go into fucking Photoshop or like Paperless Post, make some fake pay, like masthead shit. Say that you have a blog or a fucking 
like music zine that you put out and you you want to do reviews for them and they will send you free records. There's someone whose job it is there to send away as many free records as they can and they they can never do enough. So getting free records is really easy. Just pretend like you review them or actually review them. Fuck. What do I know about your yeah, schedule? Tell, tell Maybe them, you got time. Tell them you're, uh, you're writing on behalf of Jonah Radio. Hosting. No, don't involve yeah. us at all. Fuck you. You didn't work for this. I took your criticism. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's address some more criticism. Uh, bait and switch. Oh, bait and switch. Bait. This is Jonah Radio, but it, like Jonah's not on the show, so it's like a little bit of a lie. That's not very nice to do to people. So let's give Jonah a call and uh, see what he's up to. It's not really a bait and switch because uh, you know if they read the description, they know it's not Jonah Radio before they listen to it. Yeah, but people, when people subscribe to it, they subscribe. Uh, yeah. It's a like I don't subscribe you, to Rolling Stone, and then every six months I get an issue of fucking you know more the magazine for women over forty. You guys aren't fans? <laughs> no. Uh, it's like it's like well, seven, I'm a fan of less. It's like <laughs> I you didn't want to talk about your ex-wife. She's not over forty. Let's not talk about my ex-wife. Yeah, um, cash. But uh. Yeah, it's like Seventeen Magazine, but for forty-year-olds. Right. Oh, let's call. It, are you texting Jonah? No, I'm not texting him. I tried texting him. He did not respond. We're pretty sure he's at a Metallica concert, but I'm going to give him a call on the old. Oh, shit, that's loud. Let's crank that down a bit. I really hope he convinced Kirk Hammett to come on Jonah Radio. <laughs> he's got like brown hair. Do you see that picture? It's because he lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Think. My hair goes blonde. Not blonde, but it lightens up if I'm in the sun a lot. Jonah? Jonah, are you there? Jonah? Jonah, can you hear me? This is Jonah Ray at San Diego Comic-Con 2013. I think he's answered the phone and now he's trying to get to a place where he can talk to us. Maybe, he, or he might, have, or he might have like kind of mistakenly answered, but he went to ignore the call. You're live on the air, Jonah Radio. He's not live. Yeah, we're just doing the podcast, Jonah. Just enjoy this, everyone. This is the sound of after parties at San Diego Comic Con 2013. This is like radio journalism. It is kind of radio this journalism. Is fucking this, is like, cut, this is like cutting edge, man. This American life. This Los Angeles fledgling celebrity life. Fledgling. Excuse me. I didn't mean to burp into the microphone, but the I only have one free hand. <laughs> and he meant to gesticulate at us just to paint the picture. And okay. he, could, he could not turn right. his head. Jonah's crapping out right now, so we're going to spare you that. Maybe we'll get lucky and he'll call back. Maybe he'll call back. Maybe we'll call him a little bit later. I don't want to do too, too long, too, because it's like a little bit of a shit fest if like, oh, the normal show is an hour and ten minutes and this fucking guy went on for three hours. We're so, not in danger of that. Um, we're not? Are no. we short? How are no. we doing? We're... we're uh, Depending on nothing, so uh, we're about fifty-five. I think fifty-five minutes. 
Almost an hour. So, Neil, uh, you're a new, you got a new diet you got going on right now, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot. We were going to talk about that. And this is... Uh, Which I'd like to know because I just found out I have slightly high cholesterol. This we can't. Well, maybe we'll play something from this later because we can play it because it's free. Let's ruin uh, this guy. song. We're going to ruin the song. This is a uh, New York hip-hop DJ named Peter Rosenberg put out uh, like a Taste of New York kind of thing, uh, uh, a mixtape as it's called in the hip-hop world. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all young artists and breaking artists from New York, and just because uh, he's psyched about New York hip hop right now. So he put out just like a little sampler, a bunch of freestyles from his show, a bunch of. Uh, yeah, like I used to do. Yeah, like Cash used to do when he was working the. That's 17. Selling tapes out the trunk, mm-hmm. going Oakland. to two short parties in yeah. Oakland. Yeah. Um, but it's fantastic. I knew E40 it's, back when he was just E39. It's called New York Renaissance. You can download it from Dat Piff, which is a. P-I-F-F is it's a good... Um, like dat piff, dot piff? Or? No, D-A-T-P-I-F-F. Just bang it and you'll find it. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's like a hip-hop message board. and He, he, he released this during, uh, I think, South by Southwest of this year. Um, it's great. It's uh, a lot of young dudes. A guy that Jensen Karp uh, turned me on to, uh, Joey Badass. I have heard of him. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, bunch of his crew. Um, who's the fat guy that like always raps about food? MF Doom? No, that's M- that's MF Food. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, yes. Yeah, well, he did, does, he did, changes his name when he does motherfucking food. food. Was MF Food? Really? When he does the food thing? I thought something I thought it was. I thought the album was called mm, Food. Oh, maybe. I thought he changed his name when he does the food ones, but maybe you're right. Um, let us know if we're right. Yeah. Mm, uh, at Jonah, J-O-N-A-H, Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O. That's a pun on Jonah Ray's name. Yeah, uh, it's a pun. It's a pun, pun. pun, pun. So, uh... There you go. Somebody said there yeah. weren't enough jokes. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the name of the show, guys. The name is a joke. Yeah. They also don't like how inside Mahoney Radio... Mahoney Radio is a little too inside baseball. For... I don't know. I talk to you like five or six times a week, and I feel like I learn new things every time you come on here. Really? No, I'm glad. Hear a lot of I'm, there's there's a little bit of a intimacy that grows when I can distance myself from you with a microphone. <laughs> there is a little intimacy that grows. It's like, well, I, if I'm going to tell you this, at least it's not just me and you, like a bunch of other people hearing it, and I don't have to like look you in the eye and feel weird later. Should we mention the uh, there's general radio stickers and buttons? Or fuck yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. he's giving those away down at Comic Con, right? Uh, possibly. He gave me one a pack the other day. Yeah, I think he gave me one button wisely because I'm not going to wear like 37 buttons of a show I'm on. That's no. I got, like a uh, little yeah, weak, I was, I was wearing one the other day and I'm somebody came up to me and was like, you're a pretty big fan of Jonah Radio, aren't you? And I was but like, if, yeah, if you love the um, the covers that um, Dana Lechenberg does, it's uh, stickers of all the covers for all the episodes. And if you are an original artist that he used for inspiration, check your mailbox. Your check should be coming soon from Dana Lechenberg. Bit of a bit of a throw them under the bus moment, but with a COD. But you can do that. There's very specific laws about parody and stuff like that. Yeah, you know I, I, I just did it. I got through a week. I worked on. I wor- was working on Drunk History Tuesday nights, ten o'clock Comedy Central. Comedy Central, yes. Um, and uh, bit of a spoiler. We're going to do a song about Dolly Parton. And I had to Photoshop a bunch of Dolly Parton album covers so that our actors' faces were on the covers instead of. Dolly Parton and a guy named Porter Wagner, who she started out with doing duets. 
And uh, that story is narrated by one of our producers and our head researcher on drunk history, a guy named Seth Whiteberg. Whiteberg. And uh, it's funny because he worked on the show and then he did the show and I saw him. He worked in the next office next to me. I saw him down a bottle, a bottle, a liter with a B of Basil Hayden bourbon. <laughs> and then... Uh, is that t- basil just, in it? T- no. no it's, it's, just, it's just a great... It's a really tasty, smooth mm. aged bourbon. And then, uh, yeah, I saw him devour this thing. And then uh, he really loves Dolly Parton. And you see it. You see how much he loves <laughs> Dolly Parton in this interview. And uh, he fucking did a great job. It's so funny. And then if you follow him on Twitter, you can find him. W-E-I-T... B-E-R-G, I think, something like that. Um, uh, during the show, when you watch it, Tuesday nights, 10 p.m., Comedy Central, Comedy Central uh, he adds supplementary facts, like real information, like more history Whoa. than drunk. Like Derek and usually the people from the show will live tweet and kind of drink while they you yeah, know, just say, like, oh, my God, I didn't remember this or whatever this is, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Seth will like kind of actually put more information about the stories you're seeing, so you're like, oh, this is like a real thing that happened. Seth's providing a second screen experience, as yeah. they call it. Second screen, and then I think Derek and those guys are more like third screen because it's just like, oh, fucking, but it's like this. It's like a podcast. It's like a bunch of dicks talking. Oh, they should do drunk history as a podcast. No, they should. That's shouldn't. where the money is. That's a huge step backwards. It's very hard to get a show on the air. Oh. Bright eyes. We're gonna skip that. Uh, Modest mouse. Which one? No, slow one. Uh, lightning Bolt, not in the mood. Love oh, those guys, though. We should close out with the Lightning Pixies. Bolt Pixies. Tortoise. Very good background music. A band called Tortoise. Ruin this song. Let's ruin this song. <laughs> Great job, guys. Every time, I'm not going to be able to sing along. Um, so this is a band called Tortoise. When I mentioned that I listened to a lot of instrumental bands in my younger days. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Uh, this is one of them. Great band. Fucking super group of musicians from that touch and go Louisville, all that scene. Fucking amazing. Very relaxing. Kind of like, I, 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 I now look back at a lot of those bands that I listen to as like kind of like a, more of like a outgrowth of jazz because there aren't any lyrics and it was more about like musicianship and like yeah. oh look at these like tricks we can do kind of musically which is kind of what jazz was it was a popular yeah. music that then became intellectualized right and then but then you can also like there was the dumb version of it too yeah you know? yeah so, uh just like with metal it was like virtuosity but then now it's like well there's this whole other thing that's yeah. more about like image and appearance and Attitude. Oh. Gosh, those guys are the worst. Sorry, They've stolen it from us. If you'd like to take it back, let us know at jonahradio.com. Oh, who did Hashtag that thing? Oh, Justin Timberlake MCA. and Jay Z have a song called Take Back the Night. Do they really? Yeah. People are pissed. I would. I, How could you be that unaware of, like, oh, maybe we should, maybe it's like weird Playboy musician types. We should not. <laughs> should not co We should the not rape poke thing? the bear of yeah. the rape joke. Yeah. Because it's working well for comedians, right? Yeah. Now. Oh. <laughs> So well, people have a huge. I saw somebody do ten minutes about how they were an anti-rape comedian the other night. Oh, that's great! Yeah, must have been super funny. Oh, here we go. Oh wait, I did the thing wrong. Guys, we're I thought we had more. Respo- start that over. What? Two, three. Yeah, I thought we had more responses about what was wrong with our last episode, but uh, I scrolled down and saw people trying to ask Jonah stuff. 
Oh, what are they asking Jonah? Maybe yeah. we can answer some of them. Yeah, maybe I, I can know. answer. They're uh, all like know. really no, specific. Know, they're like the I got his personal blood. information and his social security blood? number. No, it's just like stuff about the show and and hey, will so and so direct a music video for me? Who's who and so? It's not interesting. Um, well, I don't want to leave work on the table. Hey, let's check in with um, my drunk history hashtag that I have a search for. People are enjoying the show. It's they weird. There, y- you put a TV show on, and you go, oh, like if people are talking about it on Twitter on Tuesday night, we're doing a good job. People are always watching the show because of DVRs and shit. So it's like constant. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Same with internet porn. Yeah, they're constantly making new stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty weird when you're like caught up though. On porn? Yeah. You're like, oh, nothing new today. That was one of... Uh, Empty mailbox. It's a dark feeling. One of my favorite Odenkirk jokes from when he did stand up was, he's like, has porn gotten really dark to you guys lately? In the last week or so? It just seems like <laughs> it's getting really violent. Ed Salazar, want to go to the worst... What does that mean? First date ever. I don't know what that means, but I told, text, guys. I told her still. Well, one of the guys we invited is on a, a bad date, it, it seems. Seems now, maybe it's going to work out. Maybe we're going to have like a Woody I, Allen moment at the end of the night, and they're going to like high five and finger each other. I Might have, be great. I have so much respect for Al, uh, for, for Ed. Uh, face Who's Al, face. and why do you have respect for him? Uh, it's Paul Simon's alter ego. Oh, a.k.a. Chevy Chase yeah. from the video. Yeah, I, great uh, job. I, I didn't I own the album I didn't see the video until very late so I had no idea who was talking about him mm. I think it was like a Fletch thing right you can call me uh, dual copyright infringement right now we're singing a Paul Simon song listening to a tortoise song wow. I think since we're singing out of key it probably won't yeah. matter yeah. we're still good Parody. we're golden we're golden yeah, tortoise is a really call good me. band check them out touch and go records is there any relation to granddaddy probably I feel like my, Feels my like roommate it. who played me tortoise, I think, also played me granddaddy at the same time. Seems like similar because that's also like Louisville, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Seems right. What are Modest we? Uh, what are we uh, ruining now? This is Modest Mouse. I don't want to do that. Oh, here we go. Jesus Lizard. Yeah. Great band. Oh wait, I was thinking of Jesus. Mouse. Always did four-letter album titles. Four mm-hmm. letters. Yeah. What's this one from? This is from Goat. Oh. Uh. I, we haven't had him on. I bet we could, but uh, their singer David Yao, mm-hmm. fucking madman, awesome frontman, fucking weirdo. I've heard so many weird rumors about like his early stage performances that I've never asked him about. And I got to work with him. He played he played a like a, a dad in something I directed, uh, and uh, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's a great guy. He's been doing like visual art, and he he. He basically did the poster for the movie I directed because he's an amazing like photo retoucher visual artist guy. No, I didn't know that. He's fucking awesome. And uh, he's done some soul stuff. I had a band called, I think, Key? Q-U-I? Something? Qui? Something Qui? like that? Key? Uh, yeah, pretty good. If you know how to pronounce that. Yeah, let us know. At Jonah Radio. At Jonah, J-O-N-A-H-R-A-Y-D-I-O. Um... But yeah, David Yao's awesome. Matt, our former guest, Matt Dwyer, had him on his podcast because he's been initial the, guest, I believe. Initial? I think he was our first, wasn't he? Maybe. Yeah, initial but guest. But he, uh, yeah, he's a Chicago. Well, he's from Texas. He was in a band called Scratch Acid, very early Texas punk band, uh, and then moved on to Chicago in the Touch and Go era and became a singer for this band, uh, Jesus Lizard. 
Dwayne Dennison, I believe, is a guitar player. I, I always get them confused, if you can help me out. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain and Jesus Lizard. Jesus and Mary Chain is like kind of a shoegaze. Right. European. I don't European. know if they're British. They might be like Dutch or something. If you know, let us know. Like J O N A A H F Twitter. Four, on on five, Twitter four. at Jonah, Jonah, Jonah's Radio. So, uh, but yeah, fucking awesome dude. So funny. Tells jokes between songs. Like, knock knock jokes? Yeah. Like, I think I've told that story on here before when I was like, I think I was turning 22. I went to their show and I muscled my way up front because I was like, just, I was wearing like shorts and a fucking under, like not a t-shirt, but like an undershirt, like a, like a white Hanes undershirt. If you could see how he's moving his hands. You yeah. Yeah. Like titty sweat is what I was gesturing towards. Mm-hmm. And it was like middle of summer. It was just fucking awful. Muscle my way to the front. Thousand other fucking sweaty assholes, like just squeezing you the entire time. And it's like, like kind of like it, awful, please. like, oh, this is like a gross crowd. But also like, I like the feeling of being squeezed because I'm a giant baby. Uh, Oh, but yeah, so like baby. in the middle of the song, you big giant baby. Radio. In the in the middle of the song, he's like, "You guys want to hear something funny?" And everyone's like, "Yeah," because like he's known for telling jokes. Then he, he takes a microphone and fucking beats me on the head with it, like one time, like just like a, right on my fucking noggin, splits my head open, and I was like, "That's really funny. That sounded <laughs> funny." And they wanted to hear something funny, and I was like, "That's pretty great." And then, uh, yeah, the next day I had, like, fucking dried blood in the back of my hair. Did you, did you at least tell him that? I, never, I don't think I ever told him that story. Mm-hmm. I might have. I've run into him a few times after I've uh, had, a snoot, song. had a snootful. This is December. So not really no, my speed right that. now. They did that on their own. There's another band called Battles, another in- instrumental oh, band. Put on ice cream. Put on ice cream. Okay, yeah. We're going we're gonna to search I, for the I right fucking, song here. I love this song. You may know it from the FIFA ad, which was awesome. This band I, I don't is a band like called soccer, Battles. But I love that ad. They're another instrumental kind of math rocky band um, featuring uh, Ian something or other mm-hmm. from the, Don Caballero. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing, weird tap guitar player. Like, plays... Plays the guitar in a really weird way sometimes, like whole songs that are just tapping, like the beginning of Eruption or whatever. But it's not like solo style; like he taps chords, and it's like this gives this really funky, weird feeling. Um, wait, what was the FIFA song? Uh, ice cream, I think. Ice oh, cream. I don't. Oh, do you know I don't know if I have ice cream. I don't oh, have the new one. Go, I've got mirrored. Atlas go. is good. Go out and, and listen to that song. It's yeah, Ice Cream the, by Battles off their, I believe it's their latest LP fucking If you awesome go to song. the gym, I think you will <laughs> die of a heart attack if you're listening to that song. You just want to lift things um, and run and pace. And, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Uh, you took me to see them at Echoplex, right. I believe. And I had to bail early because I was having personal problems, and I regret it to this day. Yeah. I, I was this is Battles. Up. Okay, so Ian... Guitar player for Don Caballero moved on to this band. Drummer. What's you can his hear name? Him. You can hear him. The drummer was from Helmet. I can't remember his name either. He's a fucking monster. He's in so many good bands. He's in the band with the Melvins guys. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Tomahawk. He's the drummer for Tomahawk. John Stanier. That's his name. Fucking amazing. Chops galore. Fucking plays super minimal set when he plays with these guys. The drums are the simplest thing on stage. The guitars have fucking nine million pedals oh, yeah. running through weird effects boxes. The vocals, when we saw them play they live, a... they have a lot of guest vocalists, and what they do is they project the fucking guest vocalists on these screens. It's 
creepy. It's like so it's weird, like, futuristic Max Headroom. It's so cool. So and and the vocalists are cut with like weird B roll too. So it's, yeah, it's it's a whole experience. If you get a chance, go see Battles. Um, yeah, and very like fucking friendly crowd too. Yeah, like, and Dave really Kanopka, lastly but not leastly, uh, plays bass and synth and does a lot of their programming stuff and stuff. He does a lot of their art direction, I think, too. Uh, he was a friend of mine in college. Oh. And, they, and when all my college friends who were, like, in bands were like, we're going to go to Chicago to, like, live amongst those touch-and-go dudes and try and, like, be in those bands, he was the guy that kind of, like, picked it up and took off. And he, he got into a band with these guys, and they've been touring the world. They play, like, soccer stadiums in Brazil, like, yeah. I think. I don't know. If, that, if they don't, let well, us know at J-O-N-A-H-R-A-Y-D-I-O on, on Twitter. On Twitter.com. Um, Make an account, Twitter. walk in, and let us know. Um, they yeah, they also don't. Uh, their lyrics aren't always necessarily in English either, too. Which I not necessarily helps. English, not necessarily discernible English. Like yeah. right now, this this is their old singer. They don't have this singer anymore on their new album. I think the album's called Ice Cream. Is it? No, it's Gloss Drop. That's Gloss the name Drop, of the new yeah. one. There's a song called Ice Cream on it. It's fucking killer. We're gonna play it later. Yeah. Um, uh, oh wait, you have it on your phone, right? No, I don't think I do. Oh. Well, how are you listening to it at the gym? Oh wait, if you had your heart would have exploded, you wouldn't yeah, be here. Yeah, okay, no, I'm 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 very conscientious. Yeah, fucking. It's such a good. They're they're a great band, and yeah, Dave Knopka, really sweet guy. I went to see them at the Echoplex. Had to leave early. Excuse me, and then I saw him again at the Hen. Fuck, I was fucked. What's the one on Hollywood Boulevard? That's the. Fonda. The Fonda. The Ford is the Ford. like across in, from yeah. the Hollywood Bowl. So I was at the Fonda, and I went to go see them there, and I got to go backstage where I met David Yao. Oh. Full circle, everyone. Full circle. Full circle. Oh, is, are you going to play a perfect circle next? No, I don't have any of that. No. Not that I'm against it. Well, that, that was that was sort of like a metal math combination, right? A little bit. Yeah, that dude. Um, Cause it who's was... the dude from Perfect Circle? He was in, in Tool. Tool, yeah. Tool yeah. was a very, like, Tool. uh cerebral band like yes. weird time signatures and stuff um and no I was just gonna try and tie that back in but it doesn't work no cause Al Jorgensen played in a band with Ian Mackay from Minor Threat and Fugazi mm-hmm. called Egg Hunt Egg Hunt? is that it? no Palehead Palehead sounds right that was like really early kind of industrial music but it was like it's the singer from Minor Threat and Fugazi so it's like this familiar voice but it's in this weird music that was not yet like all digital. It was more like tape loops and kind of like yeah, and sort of yeah. It's really good. Uh, they have a song called I don't know what it's called. The chorus goes, "I will refuse." It's fucking great, great Refuser? song. User? No, that would be a play on repeater. Right. Yeah, that's what I was doing. The very probably the most popular Fugazi song. I don't know. I was I was trying to think of that the other day. I Let us know what you room. think the the most popular Fugazi song is on uh on Twitter. repeater. On, oh. on retweeter. On uh, oh, retweeter. Oh, man. If he was up for selling out, it would be a great time to do it. Um, but he's not. Retweeter. Retweeter. Okay, let's see. What else do I have on my list of stuff to do here? Callers. We tried to call Jonah. Make a playlist. I didn't bother to do that. Uh, break down prayer. All right. At the beginning of the show, you heard us play a song called... Prayer to God by a band called Shellac. And it was uh, lyrically dense. It was the one where he's like, kill him, kill him, kill him. Yeah. Um, it felt like a Jim Thompson musical. 
who's Jim Thompson and why is that funny? Uh, it would uh, Jim Thompson is a crime writer who invented the idea of has been very popularized now as the killer as a sickness as oh, the, okay. as crime as a sickness. So before it was like Raymond Chandler and all these people who was like sort of criminals were doing it for a job. He all right. wrote a book called um, The Killer Inside Me, which is all about a sheriff who is also a serial killer, but it gives a lot of that sort of, like, the earthy meanness that, like, you see in, like, Dexter and, okay. and Hannibal Lecter and that sort of stuff where it's sort of like... I like your stance. You're going to be Clarence Darrow. Okay. This is Leopold and Loeb. Are okay. you familiar? I don't, refresh me. Leopold and Loeb. Turn of the century. Birth of Nietzscheism. And, uh, you know, that what's that whole apathetic fucking political nihilism? nihilism. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like so, turn of the century, Leopold and Loeb, two college students, maybe gay, maybe not, uh, decide they are wealthy, they are educated, they are the most... Ev- oh, it's also right after Darwinism yes. is uh, kind yeah, of a cultural idea. phenomenon, yeah. and people are misguidedly branching out into social Darwinism, which means like amongst humans like oh the people who are the most successful are doing the best and therefore should evolve and other people who are not successful should not breed and should not you know it's eugenics and gets into weirdness there so Leopold and Loeb these two guys are like we're rich we're in fucking college we're smart we know what the fuck we're doing let's go kill somebody just to know what it feels like because that's our right as superior beings amongst beings okay I'm vaguely familiar with so these dirtbags fucking kill someone Mm. a kid they kill a kid kinder murder Kinder Mortar. Kinder Mortar. If you've ever seen the great Fritz Lang movie, M. Uh, so, those guys kill a guy, get caught. Clarence Darrow, of the Scopes Monkey Trial, Clarence Darrow. Yeah, I, I, for a second I had him uh, confused with a uh, dude from To Kill a Mockingbird. That's not Clarence Darrow. No, that's Gregory Peck. All that. Is it? I don't think it is Gregory Peck. It is Gregory Peck, but I, I was thinking of the character he plays. What's the character he plays? To Kill a Mockingbird, Adam. Gregory Peck? Yeah. The lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? So we had Boo Radley. We had Scout. Scout. And we had Rumor. No, that's Demi Moore's other kid. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you guys laughing so hard? I don't know. My fucking. She named her daughter. Her and Bruce Willis's kid. She named the kid Scout. Yeah. And Rumor Scout. Yeah, that is true. I don't want to get weird about this, but she's friend of personal friends. I, My this, dad owned a shitty small fishing boat, uh-huh. like a you know, like a people who don't know about boats. Or not Did he name know. it Rumor? No, it was uh, an Aqua Sport. Okay, like a, uh, yeah, like yeah. A, it was like a thirteen foot boat. We used to go out and you know go out to an island and have a picnic. It was yeah. not like oh, I got a boat. Yeah, no, but like a shitty little boat. We used to go out and go fishing and stuff. Learn how to sail on it. Owned it. Owned half of it. The other guy, uh, his wife was a uh, friends with Demi Moore from One Crazy Summer. Oh. Filmed mm. in my hometown of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh. oh. All we had was the Lost Boys. So, yeah, she was like, ended <laughs> up being like a casting person and stuff and knew Demi and, you know. Demi? Demi? Demi. Demi? Oh. Duh, who place. cares? Duh. Oh. I'm trying oh, to keep somebody this. Somebody took Kutcher's side. Listen, there are listeners. And whether they like it or not, they like the kind of like inside Hollywood stuff that we get we to do, talk we about do here. We pull out some inside Hollywood stuff. And this isn't even Hollywood. This is this was yeah, back home. Los Feliz. Okay, so we played a song at the beginning of the show. It's called uh, "Prayer to God" by Shellac mm-hmm. from their album 1000 Hertz." H U R T S. 
Oh. Not Hertz, like electrical Hertz. Yeah, no, that was HZ. And I'll show Cash for verification. That album design is based on what? Uh, that looks like... Uh, I Dick's can't. Picks? It is based on Dick's Picks. I'm sorry. I should pull but that guess up. what? Dick's Picks based on the actual like packaging to blank reel-to-reel tape. Oh, so... So, they both did the same thing. Maybe it was... What do they call it when two comedians think of the same joke and pretend uh, not to be mad at each other? Thought. Parallel thought. Uh, so they did that. It's a great album. Come like even if you buy the CD, it comes in like a box, and you have to like unbox it like it's an album or like a reel to reel tape. Oh, so that's kind of like, cool. Yeah, they did a lot with packaging that was really cool. Um, so let's we're gonna break this down lyric by lyric, okay. um, and we'll talk about what you guys think because it's probably your first time analyzing the song. I've spent a great deal of time analyzing the song because I thought it was such a great poem. It would stand alone mm-hmm. on its own as being like a great piece of writing. All right, so we're going to call this uh, Lyric by Lyric, Adam. All right, here we go. Or no, let's call this... Uh, let's call this Liberal Arts Degree. <laughs> liberal Arts Degree. Thank you. Okay, so here we go. And you'll notice at the top of this, they have like this kind of announcer guy that's like a test. Like He t- gives you the specs of the tape. Mm-hmm. Because it's the first song on the album. It's really fun. Samples represented in two's complement binary. Two's complement binary. Fourteen expansion. Set reproducer for reference level. One thousand hertz. One thousand hertz. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got them. To the one true God above, here is my prayer. Okay, so we're opening up. Mm-hmm. Guys, one, two, praying. Above. Yeah, he's praying. Probably, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ballpark this as. Uh, Probably Christian. Sounds like a white guy. There's one true God. That's a very Muslim kind of, or Islam kind of way of looking at it. Like there, there are a, many gods that people worship, but yeah, mine is the, the one true. It's, it's the, um, I can't remember the name of it, but the, but the phrase is there is no God, but God. Yeah. Uh, and his name is Allah, but, but yeah, it translates to the one true God. Okay. So one true God above. Here's my prayer. Um, so, Sounds like a guy. Maybe a little clunky with his prayer wording. Doesn't seem like it comes too familiar to him. Yeah. Right? Doesn't pray often. Not the first you've heard, but the first I wrote. Okay. Okay. It's the first time he's ever prayed. I feel like you were sort of tipping your hand on that one. A little bit. I regret it. I'm going to be honest. I regret it. Tip the hand a little bit. Tip the hand. I just like to add uh, that guitar sound they got there is amazing. It got That's the thing is, is, I I tend to analyze the music a lot more than the words. Usually, I I like that. Don't give you a be fuck here, about the words. You're going to be like color commentary to my literal analysis. I'm going to be like calling the game, like fucking boy Chuck passes to Chara. Like you're going to be like, oh, this is a great game, physical play. Like you kind of like go in with the music. I'm going to be like the nuts and bolts yeah, of what's if, happening. If there's anything our listeners love, it's sports metaphors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, where else do you have color commentary? Yeah. Uh, TV skating. Nowhere. That's still sports, dude. Yeah, and it's just like a little sports. bit weirder. It's like ballroom dancing. On E? <sighs> ballroom dancing is a sport, right? Um, okay, so. Sort of. Right in. Let not the first you've heard. Already humble. Like, mm-hmm. I know people fucking barking at you all the time. Oh, the cooking show. I never asked you for any Co- Channel. Yeah, yeah, cooking show. channel. Yeah, but that's because they treat t- uh, fucking Iron Chef like it's a sport. Yeah. All right. But, uh, Let's go back to the song. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not the first you've heard. 
first I wrote. He, he understands other people are asking for things, maybe a little bit more virtuous, but this is like, hey, I've never asked you for anything. Here I am on my knees asking you for something. Hasn't done it in a while. Already rescinding. You know what? It's not the first, but it's been a while. I've I've strayed. I, the 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 footsteps on the sand. You know that poster? Yeah, I know that footstep. There was a period where this gentleman strayed away from the path of Christ. I'm assuming it's Christ. Well, that that's the thing. Well, he he's obviously he's from what it sounds like he's at the end of his rope. He's tried everything, and now he's going back and trying the things that he's even rejected. Yeah, uh, um, that that he's like, oh, this this didn't work for me a long time ago. But why? But why is he at this point now? The, well, I, what has happened? I I've heard the song once before. I don't want to. No, no, I'm not asking you for. Uh, this is not a quiz. I'm saying yeah. something must have happened that made this guy question the decisions he's been making. Yeah, yeah, right. Or or yeah, or the path that he's been on. So there has been what a MacGuffin. <laughs> yes. You know realize, what that is? I didn't realize no, Hitchcock was going to come up in the Shellac conversation. It's the, it's the unspoken of thing or event that causes us to be where we are now. You know? Well, it, it's, it's a dramatic the... device of saying, like, this thing happened, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're here now. This is what's going on. So he's had some traumatic event that is causing him to pray for the first time in a long time. And he's saying, dear God, I'm sorry I've been away. But I come back to you in my hour of need. Whether God exists or not, separate not, issue. We're, this is not an apo- apostolic podcast. <laughs> I'm not recruiting. Uh, okay, so next lyric. Whoa, breaking news. Mm-hmm. You don't ask God to kill people. That's crazy. Right. Well, you know, we like we said, we don't know which God it is. Right. There might be gods out there that allow that. You got to get close to that, Mike. You're a little roomy. Oh. There might be gods out there that are okay with that. I mean, the, the, you talk about the. Uh, it's a very spiteful request of a of a loving benefactor above. Yeah, but that always doesn't mean like "thou shall not kill." Didn't always mean like "don't kill anybody." First, it just meant "don't kill a Jew." When they first got those things. Are you sure? Yeah. The, exp- the opinions expressed by Cash Hartzell are those well, no, 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 of Cash like, Hartzell. Like that when when the commandments were handed down to the Jews, the... I don't like context, you saying that word. Yeah, I don't like saying that word either. The Jewish people went to Moses and mm. his people. God, how can I... Really Adam, you want to play like some sort of sting that Semitism. lets Cash not speak anymore? <laughs> yeah, can you play Chariots of Fire? Great. <laughs> Those um, with that, the color, it just starts off with just a great riff, and then just the drums, just the way they kick in. They great sound, roomy they, drums, they just, right? Just sound amazing. It's not a straight like drum, like you know, like ba, you know, just like ba, yeah. you know, punctual. Oh uh, yeah, it's accenting everything else that's going yeah. on. It's not driving it like a normal rhythm section. Yeah, it's kind of an inverted. Medley, me- melody and rhythm relationship. Yeah, just it's good. So the the it's really good. Ow, is more rhythmic. The melodic instruments are being rhythmic. 
the drums are being accents on top of that. Very, very indicative of a lot of the touch and go bands that I listen to. So, uh, you mentioned the guitar tone. Amazing guitar tone. You know why? Builds his own fucking amps. He's an electrical engineer. Builds his own amps. I think he builds his own guitar. Him and the bass player wear them on a, like, ZZ Top, like, belt straps. So it's like a belt like a fucking metal thing on the belt buckle that the guitar snaps into so they can do those fucking spins where like the yeah, guitar necks go like around like a clock hand this is just a guess but it also sounds like maybe yeah he like I believe that you know that he built this but it also sounds like maybe like he stabbed the fuck out of the the um the, the, the cone the, the cone yeah cause that you know that can do stuff you know could like, be He's an engineer. He's a because it has that kind of just. It sounds like you know, like he took a fucking amp and just stabbed the fuck out of it, just to get this weird fucking sound. Yeah. He, um, he, I think his studio in Chicago is called Electrical Audio. He name. recorded in utero for Nirvana. Ooh. He recorded um, oh. millions of fucking awesome records. Ooh. Readers. Oh. Uh, they, he recorded. He got a huge payday to do like uh, the I think the Led Zeppelin reunion. Mm. Um, just awesome roomy sound. Doesn't fuck with things. It's like the room sounds like the room sounds mm-hmm. like let's. It's like the sound city of. Would you say Chicago? He's yeah, at? yeah. It's like the very sound much city of Chicago. And still hourly rate. Fucking people go in there. Like you could if you got five hundred bucks, you could go in there and fucking do half a day and that's cool. whatever. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome business model. He's like very much like fucking a working man about music and, and and takes it that kind of seriously like oh this is a fucking great barbershop you go in there you get a haircut guy treats you nice pay a fair price <laughs> done treats the fucking music industry the same way except when like a fucking giant retarded labels paying for it and he's like yeah give me a zillion dollars um never takes a producer credit because he doesn't add anything doesn't subtract anything just tries to capture what they're doing takes an engineer credit pretty sweet Pretty sweet. Um, so what was the last lyric? Uh, still talking There's about two it. people here that I, I want oh, you to kill, kill them. So he's got two people. He's, got, got he's, he's finally come to his knees, needs God's help in whatever fashion you believe in God. He's he, whatever fashion he believes in God, mm-hmm. begging for help. But he wants this evil deed. He wants the two people, two different people to die. Mm-hmm. Let's try and figure out why. To the base of her neck, where her necklace is closed, where her garments come together, where I used to lay my face. That's where you ought to kill her, in that particular place. Okay, so now it's a woman he wants to die. Mm -hmm. He says, but she should go quietly, be gentle with her. But I still want her to die. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, base of her neck, right in the fucking, you know, right at the end of your spine, beginning of your neck, like, just like, whack, right there. Lights out, no pain, no gain, mm-hmm. just fucking, but make her go away. Make her disappear, but I don't want her to suffer. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. He has some sort of affection for this woman, but he still wants her to die. Why? Cash Hartzell. Um, I... Well, we don't we don't know why he has affection with her, but he's obviously spent some time with her. 
talks about her neck necklaces. Like it's not a simple. It's not where her necklace is right now. He knows her to wear a variety of necklaces. Where, where, they where all close right behind her yeah, neck. Yeah, like that. She's she's obviously pretty familiar to him. So I said she's. He used to lay his face at the base of her neck. His mom. You think it's his mother? No, or yeah, probably his mom. There's a woman close with him. Interesting yeah, take. His mom. Adam Rodriguez. Yeah, whatever's okay. So he wants this woman to die. He's familiar with her enough to that they had somewhat of a physical relationship and that they would lie close enough so that he could lie his face on her neck, the nape of her neck. Yeah. Cash believes it's his mother. I believe it's maybe a former lover. That's just my take on it. I don't know. I've only been studying this song for 10 years. So this woman wants her to die, but he's feels guilty. He doesn't want her to suffer. He still has affection for her, but he just wants her to go away. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to know that she's... she shouldn't live anymore. Right. Can't be confronted with her because of his complex feelings about her. Like I said, his mom. Maybe his mom. Fucking complex feelings. Assholes. Him just fucking kill him. I don't care if it hurts. Yes, I do. I wanted to fucking kill him, but first. Okay, so now we're on to the gentleman in this relationship. He also wants him to die. Mm-hmm. Not so caring about it, though. Well, he, he seems to change his mind in the middle of it. Right. And, he, and he's also very mo- motivated by emotion. You know, they talk about, like, comics use the F word when they want to sell a joke, or you want to I- extend that emotion about it. It's something we do sort of subconsciously when we swear as we, like, use it to give it an emphasis. So he's obviously, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, I think really that's angry. the kind of that's usually the only use for profanity is emphasis. Yeah, or just being like a jerk, or just like you know, sloppy kind of yeah inattentive person. It's horrible when you're like in public and you're like, oh, you're like swearing a lot, and there's like kids around and stuff. Yeah. It's such a bummer. Let's class it up out there. Why do people do that? I don't know. Let us know. So the fella, there's two people he wants dead. The fella. And his mom. He wants uh, he wants this lady he's known intimately mm-hmm. in some fashion, be it his mother or maybe a former lover. And a gentleman that he also wants dead. And at first he says, I don't care if it hurts. And then he changes his mind. He goes, you know what? I do care if it hurts. I want it to fucking hurt. Punish that guy. I hate him. No love loss. Not a lot of love loss. He doesn't have the conflicted feelings he had about the woman that he wants to. So there's two people that need to die, one of which he has deeper feelings about, and one, he doesn't, the feelings are very shallow, but they're angry. Right. Now let's talk about these three points. Mm -hmm. You have man, woman, man. Mm -hmm. Mother, mother's boyfriend, and son. Mother, mother's boyfriend, and son. Or like a a mover or a plumber. Handyman. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, just some random guy wants him to die. But here's the thing. Why would he then, if he's like unfamiliar with this guy, mm-hmm. why would he kind of vacillate between I don't care for her, like not caring, and then all of a sudden, no, what? I do care. I have anger and, and, and hatred for this man. I it's want him to die painfully. I, I think if we can we can take a step and say that they're both they're both dying because of something that they did together. And right. it's only that... So you are positing the theory that these two people that he wants dead are not 
familially related, but they are related. They have a relationship of their own independent of this gentleman who's our narrator. Yeah, or maybe they were like trying to screw him on a land deal or something. Okay. And he knows the lady, um, like, because she's been like a mother to him. And then she conspired with this other guy. You're backing off now, like a mother to him. So maybe it's like a neighbor, like a widow, the widow, you know, whose lawn he mowed or dog he walked. Yeah, you know, or maybe he's grown up in a house without a a mother. And like, yeah, it was a neighbor or like a, just like the woman that ran the ice cream shop. Got it. Here's my theory. This guy into this lady. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were together. Mm-hmm. Maybe she ran around behind his back. And now there's this other guy around. And uh, she's like, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going to be with this guy. So, Do you, you think? Well, uh, so now our now, narrator is heartbroken and thinks, fuck. It would be so much better if I did not have to know that this person existed because they have broken my heart. Well, and. The catalyst of the breaking of my heart was this other gentleman who I maybe could have cared less about, didn't know he existed, but yeah. now that I know he exists, I want him to suffer. Well, here's the thing. Do you think, uh, based on sort of your knowledge of this song and your interpretation, was this something that was discovered or was this something where she like told him? Do you think this is like a jilted boyfriend or do you think this is like a betrayed boyfriend? Because I'm going with your interpretation. It's not a mother. I am going... With it is a definite betrayal because yeah. that that's the only kind of thing that can sort of inspire this inspire the, the that passion. kind of rage yeah, yeah. That, that anger we're talking like about. it's very uh it's very intense feelings this guy's having he's, he's having mean, very intense feelings he is we he has broken a a, a a personal awareness about the world where he maybe decided that there was no god or there I had strayed from any sort of yeah. faith and now he's humbling himself before an unknown force whether he. He's just begging for any kind of help he can get. And he wants this horrible act. He wants these people to die. He's been betrayed. That is the only thing that can kind of inspire that kind of thing. Okay. So let's see what else we learn. Don't care if it hurts. Uh, Yes, I do. I want it to fucking kill him. But first. But yeah. Hold out. Hold out. Fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him. Okay, that's the lyrics for the rest of the song. He just repeats that. Well, that, one of the, the, the one of the things that he just said that makes this kind of perfect, or like, you know, like I said, I've, I've read a lot of Jim Thompson. I kind of enjoy some of this perspective stuff, but like the part where he's like let him think that somebody could come like give him give him salvation it's actually it's it's oh yeah I've seen a couple okay there's there's a torture scene that's very much yeah. reminiscent of uh, it's uh Jesus yeah Christ. it's a it's a very much a, a cranking up the dial of the cruelty yeah. to say like I don't want it to hurt yeah I do I actually want it to hurt make him think someone's gonna come and save him yeah. but no one ever will you know it doesn't hurt that amazing bass line and yeah. the sound of it. Fucking Bob Weston. So good. That's, that's really... Fucking... That's, that's a You gotta check out thing. Volcano Suns. You gotta check out Shellac. Great catalogs, I, both I those bands. I actually do wanna, do wanna pick that up. Uh, 1,000 Hertz by Shellac. Touch and go. This Get is, it. This uh, has been deep time. We will, we will have a link on... Yeah, what do we call it? We called it Lyric by Lyric. No, no, no. We called it... Uh, 
liberal arts education. Oh yeah, Li- <laughs> liberal liberal arts degree. Liberal arts. Liberal liberal welcome liberal arts degree. Okay, so that was me like fucking way over analyzing a song from yeah. like 10, 12, 14, 15 years ago. Um, um, we're, we're, love that band. Love Steve Albini. Super funny. Has Fred Armisen open for them sometimes? Oh, I, nice. I saw them Super Bowl Sunday at the Hollywood Knitting Factory. 10 a.m. show because they had sold out Friday night and Saturday night. And they're like, well, fuck, we're still in town. Might as well play a 10 a.m. show on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> That's a good Go show. into the big room of the knitting room, knitting factory. Krispy Kreme donuts on every surface <laughs> that there could be. You know, half full house of people who are like, probably went both nights and then were like, fuck it. They're doing 10 a.m. I'm going to be there. It was the only show I could get into. But- I'm eating a donut. Fucking Fred Armisen comes out on stage in a priest outfit. I did not know Fred Armisen before this. <laughs> I kind of like halfway through, I kind of got that it was a comedian, but he just came out straight up as a priest and was just like happy to see people there on a Sunday and, and like made a very earnest case for like, you know, like worshiping isn't about, this sounds like I'm trying to like a God podcast. I'm totally not trying to do that. I don't even have just any. Just up there. Yeah. I don't even like have any sort of God theological beliefs at all. Money. But like he just made this like earnest case for like it's just glad I'm glad we're all getting together and like you know experiencing some joy together like it was like really earnest and I was like I you would not know if it was a bit if you didn't recognize him and I didn't but I I'm a little I have a little bit of better uh, sniffer for comedy bits than maybe most people do yeah, it, it happens not to pat myself on the back, back too much room. yeah I'm a bit of a long. back of the room guy back of the room guy that's what we should have called it. Back of the room, guys. Back of the room, guys. I don't like that. Yeah, I'll save that for my. Um... It sounds like it's not by choice. Yeah, I like the it back is, of the room I because like the back of the room a lot. I don't like people to see when I leave. I like the back Honestly. of the room because I get to watch the audience, hmm. and I can say to say to people afterwards that audience sucked. I don't know. I don't know because it was the truth. never say that because no one wants to hear that. It well, no, like I'll, I'll agree with somebody saying that audience sucked. Yeah. Um. You got something to go out on? Are we going out already? Yeah, we're we're it's over. Yeah, we're Oh, we were gonna play that battle song. Uh you wanna look it up? We can uh... Um here, you play a song while I switch stuff. We'll do some end of show happiness. Okay. Like say hello to people. We'll check maybe the Twitter again, yeah, find some more. Okay, Adam's giving us a little theme. Keep going. Um put it in the soul. So, uh, yeah, we'll play another song from one of Cash's bands that were cleared for. And then uh, I'll roll the bones with this fucking battle song and hope that we don't get sued. I don't yeah. think they would I don't think they're going to sue us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to do that. So Cash, uh, let her rip. And then we'll come we back with, uh, with ice cream off of Gloss Drop by Battles. But right now we're going to hear... Uh, we're going to hear something from former guest, uh, Honus Honus, and his band Man Man. Uh, one of my favorite uh, albums from whatever year this album came out. I saw them at um, uh, Austin City Limits. Uh, it's called Rabbit Habits, and this is... Where is it? Uh, You're blowing this! This is a very short one called Do-Rag.
Okay, so that was uh, Honus Honus and Man Man, Man. doing, uh, what was the name of the track there? Do Right, D-O-O Right. Um, Little sort of uh, subtle song it is. Pretty. I haven't listened much to their stuff, I confess, but I do like like, like a good... It's like it's like a good thumpy piano sound. It's funny that I know and I do know people from both of them two sea shanty bands that sound so different. Because uh, if you've heard the Manx, they're very much they're very, sort of they're way more sea shanty than Man Man is. Uh, well, maybe they're more I'm, like maybe uh, I'm a little biased because this one is actually about there. There's a lot of whaling topics on uh, this, but um, yeah, they sound more like a what Tin Pan Alley kind of like yeah. A, yeah. Swing your elbow. A... Don't forget to swing your elbow, folks. Yeah. If you like to swing your elbow, let us know. Um, all right. So that's been... Uh, this is the first episode. Episode? Episode. No, that's not very good. No, Let's take that one. back. Three, two, one. All right. Well, this has been the first episode of uh, Jonah Radio, Hostless FM. Hostless Yay. FM. Ho- 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 hostless you guys, FM. You know what? I'm feeling pretty good about I'm, this. I'm feeling not bad about we it. We took constructive criticism. We implemented it. And we're all growing because of it. I think we've all grown. I think we learned a lot about all Cash. We did. We learned a lot about Adam. How he does we listen to lyrics. A little bit less. Yeah. But yeah. But I. But you know. he fucking nailed it with that critique of the shellac fucking production value. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that we. It, it was less that value. I'm per- saying that, that I think a lot of details came out of came out of me. If you, uh, a not if you, a lot of details came out of Adam. His portrait was actually a little better. If you Honestly. sat in a room and had the three members of Shellac on different points on a radius mm-hmm. around you, that's how that record sounds. Yeah, it's perfect. I honestly, you're getting it's like a it's like a like a scoop across like a Neapolitan ice cream. If mm-hmm. you just drag the spoon, and you got chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, one spoonful, and then you just like took the ride. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. That's how he fucking records music. Yeah. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I, honest, I honestly zoned out on most of the, <laughs> the, the lyric, lyric stuff. Analysis. That's okay. That's just me. It's a little heavy. I've <laughs> never been much of a, you know. No worries, was... man. You you ride the slide. You take the diving board. We're going to swim in the deep end of the oh, pool. Oh, slides are so much fun. They are, are great, fun. aren't they? All right. Let's we're going to close out with a song called uh, Ice Cream by uh, Battles, group out of mostly Battles. out of Chicago. I don't know where everyone originated from. Dave Kanaka is from Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. Worcester. Um, so uh, yeah Ian yeah can't remember oh wait I bet I could look on this thing and find out the guy's fucking name before we go I'd like to say a happy birthday to a good friend Dave Rath 
Hey, happy birthday, Dave Rath. Yeah, yeah Dave Rath had a birthday last week. Yeah. Where were you? Are? I, I sent him a funny oh, email. Cool. Well, I just sent him one that said happy birthday. What, you, what was yours funny? I can't remember. Oh. Well, I think tuned. I sent him a picture of this like shirt that this guy designed that has like it's like a t- it's like a white t-shirt but at the very bottom of the front of the t-shirt it's like a drawing of a a dick like the dick is like coming out and then like he drew in the wrinkles on the shirt as if like your dick was popping up out of your pants yeah. and wrinkling the shirt in front it's a very simple it's like Charlie Brown drawing it's like not a graphic dick but like pretty funny shirt Dave Rath Hollywood po- power broker that loves a good dick joke. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, uh, Adam's bragging that Bobcat like one of his pictures on Instagram. <laughs> oh. I get so excited when he does. He gets so excited. Okay, he just can't hide it. So, battles. We should get ice cream before he loses. Amazing control. fucking like go watch their shit on like Vimeo and stuff because oh, they have yeah. amazing visual have artists do videos. their shit. Well, it's, that, it's hot as fuck. They write they write a soundtrack to the coolest edit you've ever seen in your life. Right, and they write the music first. Yeah, and yeah. then people make awesome fucking great music videos and visual art inspired by their uh, music and uh, and that's been this is, uh, this edition this is I feel fucking great about this hostless FM are you guys stoked I'm pretty stoked uh, fucking stoked it's not new leaf anymore. Dude, I'm so don't worry stoked. about it Jonah's gonna be gone for like six months this is gonna be a good show I'm, I'm happy to be here with you guys I'm happy to Me be too. here too. I think we made a lot of progress I feel and a lot better I'm happy to be stuck with you yes it, no no Huey Lewis? All right, that's my, my name. That's when I run the show. It's all Huey Lewis. Okay, do we have anything oh, to say great. before we go? Because we should just end it with the song, because then if people don't like the song, they can turn it off. And they're going to love the song. Well, nope, they're going to love the song, but like if they don't like it or they're like busy and they don't want to be like, oh, I didn't hear the fucking final word. They might have said something after the song. We're not going to do that. Nope. No. It's going to be like a regular... Anything? Uh, no, thanks for listening, if you do listen to this all the way through. All Adam right, had great a great job. shirt tonight. Great Never shirt. Came to it. Yes. It's a new Meltdown comic show. It's a Meltdown if you're in yeah. L.A. Go buy stuff. Yeah. Um, look for Cash's solo album on uh, Megaforce Records. Mm-hmm. Watch Junk, Drunk History Drunk on History, Tuesday, Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock. Comedy yeah, Central. Fantastic bad. show. Watched uh, one, part week. of one earlier with Neil. It was great. Well, you know what? Uh, by the time this comes out, Atlanta will have already aired. That's this Watch week. them all. Yeah, watch them all. They're on Hulu and stuff. You can watch them there. You watch them anywhere. We've done like Washington D.C. That was an episode as edited by myself, and then uh, there was Chicago last week. I, I did one of the three stories, sort of, uh, and then Atlanta, which I had nothing to do with, is next Tuesday, and then uh, following that, I believe is Boston. Oh, Boston. I've heard a lot of good things about the Boston one. It's amazing. It was actually the pilot, but we buried it deep inside because it's a little different than the rest of the episodes, but it's a Chris Romano story. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Very personal story. Tells you a story about something so very personal, but in a, it's a huge life changing, like it's a huge ordeal. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, you're going to want to check this. It's one a out. national story, but he had a very personal connection to it. And it's, it's but please watch all of them. fucking amazing. And, and tweet about them. That, that actually matters. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for supporting us. And let us know. Let us and, know and, we and, can support you. And on one of these, uh, as, as we should say, if they're all retroactively, um, host hostless FMs. No, they're not. Those, they're not? those other two were something. Okay. Different. I was going to say, sorry for the second episode, but. And sorry, sorry yeah. for the first episode of Jonah Radio, even though I'm not sorry because I wasn't here for that. Yeah, sorry yeah. for the first episode of Jonah Radio. By the way, you're kind of experiencing it now. <laughs> um, 
And uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. Roll thanks for it. filling up my fucking Friday night. I didn't have much to do tonight. Tried to go to a comedy show. You really didn't have fucking much to do hit tonight. Dirt. Everyone we know is in Comic Con. Yeah, everyone's at Comic Con. Hey, oh wait, let's do that. Let's fucking try and call Jonah again. Okay, All right. Quick. Cash is gonna try and call Jonah, and then uh, I'm gonna start this battle song. And if we bust out on the no, don't start the battle song. We just call. Him. Yeah, yeah, so we, want, we, want people, we want people to hear this uh, one, don't we? It's fucking dead air. Don't tell me how to run my... I don't. Not yours. It, you just got expanded to all of ours. All right, I don't have the ice cream. Well, this video is, is already amazing. He'll call you later.
Ay, me hicieron. <risa>